0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I am your host, Tom O'Shea. We are on episode 45, 45, I believe we are, but I I could totally be wrong on that. Yep, 45, five more until 50, and what an episode this is going to be, yeah. Red Sox take care of business now and they take care of business in the series. Now they won the series. They swept the series as they were the Yellow Sox this series uh, series. Yeah. The Yellow Sox. So the Yellow Sox just keeps streaking as they sweep the Detroit Tigers, a not too great. Detroit Tigers team. For three games to none. Yeah, so pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, Yellow Socks. They, I have no re, I have no what, I have, I have no idea why they wore the yellow jerseys. I, I don't know they, but this somehow it worked. I mean, seriously, won two, three games in a row so far. So yeah, at this point, well, four games in a row if you count Sunday's game against Cardinals. But still, at this point, I mean, yeah, they didn't wear the yellow jerseys then. Yeah, all right. Let's talk over game two. So to begin with, um, so the Red Sox do get on the board early. Um, just a little bit of a back and forth until basically uh, in the middle of the game. That's when the Red Sox started to uh, score. Um, Red Sox win this game 5-2. They increased their record to 37-33. and Winkowski just keeps on dealing, just proving how much the Benettoni deal has worked for the Red Sox. So, he was dealing in this game, so pretty good after thir- after his, uh, in his uh, second s- or uh, third start. So, pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Okay. Let's see. Red Sox box scores. Here we go. Leading off and playing center field is Jaron Durant. He goes two for free. Two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. Then, substituting for him and playing first base is Bobby Dahlbeck. They're... Yeah, I did not get a bat whatsoever. Not get a whatsoever. So was, so. There's no point going over his line score. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, batting second, playing third base is Rafael Devers, one for free, uh, one or zero runs, one RBI, one walk, any strikes out or strikes out twice. All right, batting third and playing DH is JD Martinez, one for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then batting fourth and playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts, 0 for 4, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting fifth and playing left field is Alex Verdugo, 1 for 4, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting sixth and playing second base is Trevor Story, 1 for 2 or 1 for 4, two runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Batting 7th and playing uh, first base in right field is Francia Cordero, 3 for 4. Zero runs, 2 RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then batting 8th uh, an and playing catcher is Christian Vasquez, 0 for 3. Zero runs, 1 RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. And then batting eight, or uh, batting 9th and playing right field and center field is Jackie Bradley Jr., 0 for 4, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Then basically, just the only thing that went on in this game was basically a couple of doubles from uh Project Cordero, one from Durant, uh one from Devers, and then one from Story two, and then uh, just a couple of RBIs, two from uh Cordero, one from uh Devers, one from uh JD, and then uh one from uh Christian Vasquez. Then a couple of stolen bases by uh Jaren Durant two in this game, and then one from Jackie Bradley Jr. All right, pretty good. All right. Okay, so Red Sox pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching six point or six point two innings and getting the win. His second career win. So he's now two and one for the year. Josh Winkowski. He gives up seven hits, surrenders two runs, all two of them are earned. He does walk a person, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a three point sixty eight ERA. Jake Diekman comes in and pitches 0.2 or 0.1 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Uh, doesn't walk anybody. Strikes out zero, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.42 ERA. All right, Matt Strom comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. One hit. He does give up a hit, but he does not surrender a run, and obviously he does not surrender an earned run. Uh, does not walk a single person. Strikes out one. Gives up zero home runs. And leaves the game with a 3.60 ERA. All right, John Schreiber, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings. He does give up a hit, but he doesn't surrender a run. And definitely no earned runs. Uh, Does not walk a single person. Strikes out one. Gives up zero home runs. And leaves the game with an 0.86 ERA. All right, Tanner Houck, he comes in and pitches an inning. And gets to save his fifth of the year. Uh, Does give up a hit, though. Does not surrender a run and obviously no earned runs. Doesn't walk anybody, punches out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.45 ERA. Okay. Tigers box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off and playing right field is uh, Victor Reyes. He goes uh, one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. And then batting or uh, batting second and playing left field is Robbie Grossman. He goes one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. All right, batting up uh, or uh, batting third and playing DH, the goat Miguel Cabrera or Miggy. He goes zero for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then, uh batting fourth and playing shortstop is Javier Baez. He goes two for four. He was pretty good in this game too. All right, uh, no runs though, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting 5th and playing center field is Riley Green. He goes or uh, 1 for free, 1 run, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he strikes out once. All right, and then uh, batting 6th and playing for base is Jamier Calario. He goes uh, 1 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he strikes out once. All right, batting 7th and playing first base is Spencer Torkelson. He goes 2 for free or 2 for free. So pretty good night from him. One run, zero or one one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, then uh, batting eighth and playing second base is Jonathan Scope. He goes one for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting ninth and playing catcher is Tucker Car- or Tucker uh, Barnhart. Why did I call him Tucker Carlson? I don't know. Not the news anchor or the news, Fox News personality, the, yeah, Tucker Barnard. Yeah. He goes one for two, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then uh pinch hitting for him and also playing catcher is Eric Hasse or Eric Hoss. He goes 0 for four or 0 for two, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then a couple of doubles from Javier Baez or well a couple of doubles from Javier Baez and then, uh, one from uh, John Scope and then RBIs from Scope and Torkelson. And then, yeah, and then. All right, so uh, get so Detroit pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching 4.1 innings and getting the loss in this one. So he's now one and four is Alex Fadio. He, he gives up eight hits, surrenders five runs, four of them were earned. Walks two people, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.67 ERA. Tyler Alexander, Todd the Painter. Todd the Painter, yeah. All right. He uh, pitches uh, 1.2 innings, gives up a hit, but doesn't surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs. Uh, Does not walk a single person, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 6.38 ERA. Joe Jimenez comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Does not walk a single person, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.91 ERA. Will Vest comes in and pitches out an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Does not walk a single person, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.10 ERA. Summary. Here we go. So to begin with, the Red Sox do get on the board first as J.D. Martinez. He singles into right field to score Jaron Duran to make it a 1-0 Red Sox lead. Then in the top of the second, uh, the Tigers do tie the ball game up 1-1. As Spencer Torkelson, he hits a sack fly in center field to score Riley Green. And, but then the Red Sox retake the lead in the bottom of the third inning as Rafael Devers. He doubles. Into right field to score Jaron Duran to make it two to one Red Sox lead. Then the bottom of the fourth, Christian Vasquez hits a sack fly in the left field to score Trevor Story three to one Red Sox lead. Then the bottom of fifth, Red Sox uh, add on as a uh, Francis Cordero. He hits a line drive in the center field to score Alex Verdugo and Trevor Story to make it five to one Red Sox lead. Then in the top of the fifth, the Tigers go- do add one more run on as a uh, Jonathan Scope he hits a double into uh right field to score Spencer Torkelson to make it a free one ga- or free run game five to two. But that, folks, is where your final score would stand. All right. Okay. So I can't really go too much in the detail like give uh, takeaways from this game just for the fact that. I wasn't at I didn't watch the game that night. I was at a uh, um, all-star game for the local high schools here in our town and stuff like that or like around our area. like it was basically the interstate schools in our air in our town like um, Bloomington Bloomington High School, Bloomington Central Catholic, normal Community High School, normal West High School, and then normal U high or normal uh, University high. Versus all around the smaller town area schools in our area, or where our newspaper, the Panagraph, basically covers them and stuff like that. Yeah, so it was basically the interstate kids against the basically small small town farming towns, stuff like that. So it was basically a double header. So it was kind of like an all star game, and pretty much all the seniors from the center, uh, inner city, um, and from the inner cities, basically all went, and then they basically just picked all the seniors from like basically like the uh, from the area and stuff. So it's, it's kind of like a glorified senior all-star game kind of deal. But it was kind of fun. I went to the, ooh, I had a voice crack. It was good. Kind yeah. Of <laughs> <coughs> I didn't like that. All right. It, it was pretty fun. I liked, uh, I mean, this is probably going to be the last time to see some of those seniors anyway for a while, unless some of them all show up and like, but still, I mean, yeah, it was pretty much fun. I mean, Get to go out there, watch a baseball game that really is not going to like basically affect me or basically and stuff like, well, basically like get me worked up and stuff like that. And like really, I'm like at the edge of my seat, just watch some fun baseball and just like just a game that really just doesn't really matter. It's just we're just out there for fun kind of deal, And horsing each other around and stuff like that, and basically heckling each other and yes, right, basically uh, chirping each other and stuff like that. So yeah, I will say this about Josh Winkowski though. He did pitch. He has been pitching pretty good as of lately. After the one start he had in that double header game two against the Orioles on Memorial Day weekend, he has started to pick it up a little bit. Like he's starting to pitch good. And I know, I know it's against the A's and the Tigers, and they're not really that good. But still, I mean, still, I mean, it's still kind of proving. I mean, get the wins, get the wins kind of deal. It doesn't matter who it's against. It could be against the Yankees or basically the worst team in baseball right now. Just get the win and just dominate and stuff like that. And he he's been dominating so far. Yeah, it's kind of he's kind of proven that the we didn't really lose in that whole Benatendi deal that we had. Because he came from the Mets and they were part of that uh deal with the Royals and stuff like that. So yeah. So pretty neat. Yeah. So that's all I got from uh Two or Monday's game, nothing much else. Yeah. So yeah. All right. <clears throat> we'll go to break and then talk about Game Two of the series. All right. We are back to talk about Game Two of the series. So, yeah. Rich Hill did kind of get into a little bit of a hiccup in the early innings, the in the early innings, but he started to figure it out, and the Red Sox offense helped him out too. People like Trevor Story helped him out. Where the Red Sox and Christian Vasquez, too to give them a little bit of insurance run at the end because they are going to need that insurance run, especially at the bottom, top of the ninth inning. Red Sox hold on for the win, five to four, and win the series and increase their record to 38 and 31, and on a basically three-game win streak at this point. All right, all right, let's go over Red Sox box scores. All right, leading off and playing right or uh, leading off and playing center field. Is Jaron Durant? He goes one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then batting uh, second and playing third base is Rafael Devers, one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting third and playing for or up DH is JD Martinez, 0 for free, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting uh, fourth and playing shortstop is Xander Bogart's two for four. One run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. And then uh batting fifth or uh batting fifth and playing left field is Alex Verdugo, one for four, one run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting sixth and playing second base is Trevor Story, one for free. One run, three RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting seventh and playing uh first base is Franchi Cordero, oh for free, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out all three of those at bats. Then substituting for him and playing first base is Bobby Dalback, but they he did not get a bat whatsoever. So there's no point going over his line score. All right. Then batting eighth and playing catcher is Christian Vasquez. Two for free. One run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Then batting ninth and playing right field is Jackie Bradley Jr. 0 for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then uh, so basically double by Christian Vasquez and then home runs, as I said, Trevor Story, his 11th of the year in the fourth inning off of Bo Brisky with two on and one out, so pretty good. And then uh, Christian Vasquez, his fourth of the year, give a little bit of insurance in the seventh inning. Off of Andrew Schaefer uh, with zero on and zero out. All right. Then RBI is basically a couple from – or uh, one from uh, J.D. Martinez, three from Trevor Story, uh, and then one from uh, Christian Vasquez, and then, yeah, and that's about it offensively. All right, pitching, here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching five innings and getting the win, so at least for that, is uh, Rich Hill. So he's now three and four, so pretty good, awesome. Gives up seven hits, though. Does surrender three runs, and all three of them are earned. Does walk two people. He does punch out six. Does give up a home run, but leaves the game with a 4.35 ERA. All right, Ryan Brazier, he comes in and pitches two innings. Gives up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs. Walks nobody, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.44 ERA. Tyler Danish, he comes in and pitches an inning, does not, or does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs. Does, walk, does not walk anybody, strikes out zero, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.60, 86 erm. Matt Strom, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings, does give up a hit, and does surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Does not walk anybody, strikes out one, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 3.92 erm. All right, and then John Schreiber, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings, does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs, doesn't walk anybody, strikes out zero, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with an 0.87, 84 ERA. So pretty good, awesome. Tigers box scores, here we go. All right, leading off and playing left field is Robbie Grossman. He goes 0 for 4, one run, zero RBIs. He does walk it once and strikes out twice. All right, and then uh, batting second and playing shortstop is Javier Baez, three for five. So he just keeps on hitting. Uh, gives up two or uh, scores two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting uh, for, or, and, uh, batting third and playing DH to go, Miguel Cabrera, Miggy, he goes three for four. So pretty good night from him also. Zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Batting fourth and playing catcher, Eric Haas. He goes one for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting fifth and playing uh, or center field is Hunt, or uh, Riley Green. Uh, Riley Green, he goes two for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. So a pretty good night from him too. All right, batting six and playing first base is Spencer Torkelson. He goes 0 for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting uh, seventh and playing third base is Jamir Calario He goes up uh, one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Batting eighth and playing second base is uh, Jonathan Scope. He goes up uh, one for four, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting uh, ninth and playing right field is Willie Castro. He goes up oh for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Then, as I said, basically the offense, a triple by Javier Baez, and then home runs uh, one by Javier Baez in the his fifth of the year in the third inning off of Rich Hill with zero on and two out. And then Jonathan Scope in the sixth inning in the ninth inning off of uh, Matt Strom with zero on and zero out. So that's what I meant by uh, Christian Vasquez getting that insurance run basically in the seventh inning yeah, because we were going to need that run especially when Jonathan Scope hit a home run. Then RBIs basically from uh, Baez, Cabrera, Haas, and then Scope. All right, and then nothing else. And then Detroit pitching, here we go. So uh, Bo uh, Brisky gets a start. He pitches five innings and gets the loss, so he's now 1-6 for the year. Gives up six hits, surrenders four runs. All four of them are earned. Walks nobody, strikes out four, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 4.07 ERA um let's see jason foley he comes in and pitches a 0.1 innings gives up a hit does not surrender a run and definitely no earned runs doesn't walk anybody strikes out two gives up zero home runs and leaves the game with a 3.18 ERA. andrew schaeflin he comes in and pitches an inning does give up a hit does surrender a run and that one run was definitely earned walks nobody strikes out nobody gives up a home run and leaves the game with a 3.44 era all right and then alex lang he comes in and pitches an inning no hits no runs no earned runs does not walk a single person strikes out one gives up zero home runs and leaves the game with a 2.03 era all right. summary here we go so basically the tigers get on the board first in the top of the first inning as Miguel Cabrera, he singles in Javier Baez to make it one-nothing uh, uh Tigers on a single. Yuck. All right. But then the Red Sox retook that lead as basically uh JD Martinez, he hits a sack fly into center field to score. Jared Durant tied up one one. Then the top of the third, uh Javier Baez, he goes yard after hitting the triple. To um, a solo jack in the center field to make it two to one Detroit, but hold on, folks. In the bottom of the fourth inning, with two on and I believe a two on, I think it was two outs. Could be wrong. Hold on, and we could look this up. All right, two on and one out. Yeah, as I said, I didn't want to do that. All right, all right, with two on and two out, Trevor Story hits a jack. Into the left field monsters over the monsters into Lansdowne street to score uh Himself Sander bogarts and alex verdugo as i'm saying he hit a home run a three-run home run to make it four to two Red Sox lead top of the fifth though eric costa single into a left field to score R- Robbie grossman to make it a one-run lead four to three boston then yeah, get out of here get out of here sorry we clicked on the video all right all right so in the butt in the bottom of the seventh inning to give a little bit of insurance cover probably gonna need that insurance run Christian Vasquez he hits a fly into a left field into the monster seats to make it a 5-3 Red Sox lead and then as I said uh top of the ninth inning Jonathan scope he goes yard also into the monster seats to make it a five to four uh Red Sox lead but that... Folks, is where your final score would stand. All right, all right. So the one, yeah. So I loved it that uh um Kevin Millar, Kevin Millar, who was also broadcasting the game with uh Dave O'Brien, De- Dennis Eckersley, uh in this for uh, this series. So apparently, he actually called Trevor Story's uh walk or uh Trevor Story's free run home run that gave the Red Sox to go ahead run. In the bottom of the fourth inning. So, it was pretty neat. Yeah, he he was calling in, like, I was kind of feeling it, too. Like, ooh, he, he, might, he might score there. Like, and they were looking at the stats, too, that they were showing, like, when there's runners in scoring position or runners on, stuff like that, or runners in scoring position, like, his stats look pretty good. And I thought, okay, he's going to score here. And lo and behold, he does. He hits a jack into... Over the monster seats, like they were even showing the graphic and stuff like that. They were kind of making fun of the dude that was like, almost got hit by the ball too, like in a while he was walking down, walking on Lansdowne Street. But it was, yeah, it was great. I just, oh yes, pro. Shout out to Kevin Millar for making that call. I mean seriously, yeah. I was kind of thinking it too. So yeah. (laughs) And thank thank God for Christian Vasquez's home run, too, because I was kind of getting worried. After us scratching and crawling our way back into this game, yeah, we might give up the run and stuff like that. So that's why Vasquez's home run, I thought, okay, thank God, just get this home run and basically get us into clearing distance. And lo and behold, in the ninth inning, we were definitely – and that's why Vasquez's home run was uh, critical, because in the ninth inning, they basically – Hit a home run to, uh, even, or to, uh, to tighten up the score at one and stuff like that. But still, Red Sox hold on for the win. They get a serious win and going for the sweep on Wednesday after or Wednesday night. All right. So it's pretty neat. So good. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. Rich, Hill will pretty, pretty good too. Yeah. And it's a little bit too. I mean, seriously, I mean, we've been getting on him a little bit too, but, you know, he w- wasn't supposed to be. As good basically as people were, like, basically, he was going to be your fifth starter, and usually the fifth starter isn't really that great. And we should just accept that kind of deal. I still like him, I still like Rich Hill, but to expect the guy is going to go out there and pitch more than five innings, I mean, you're you're nuts, especially around his age, too. You're you're nuts, seriously. I mean, seriously, we, yeah, and and even pitch pretty good, like lights out kind of deal. I mean, you're gonna get what you're gonna get with Rich Hill. Tonight he he gave you good things on Tuesday night. So yeah. Be thankful, Red Sox fans. That's all I'm saying. All right. So really good. All right. We'll go to break and talk about game three and talk about uh what's up on the farm, college baseball segment a little bit briefly of what's going on in the college world series with division one. And we'll be standings and stat leaders, and then our fancy baseball update, and then basically Series, look ahead to the Cleveland Guardian series on the road trip. And trust me, folks, this series, yeah, it's about to get a lot worse. Or these series are about to get a little bit tougher heading into uh yeah, this road trip and beyond. So buckle up, folks. All right, don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back to game three of the series and the finale. It was almost looking like that the was- Tigers were going to try to steal this one, but not so fast. In the third inning, Red Sox get on the board. Ref Snyder helps out a little bit too, and uh, and then basically a few other people to help out too, like Verdugo and stuff like that. Red Sox hold on for the win, six to two. Walker pitches again or pitches nicely. You know he had a little bit of a hiccup in the first inning, so yeah. Red Sox increased their record to four or a four-game hit or four-game win streak. And increased her record to 39 and 31 with a six to two win over the tigers. Get out the brooms, folks. The Yellow Sox just keep on streaking. Yeah, the Yellow Sox. Yeah, that's what we should just call this episode the Yellow Sox. Yeah, the Yellow Sox keep streaking. All right. All right. Red Sox box scores. Leading off and playing uh center field is Jaron Durant. He goes one for four, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then uh, batting, or, uh, batting second and playing right field, Rob Refschneider. He goes two for four, two runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. So, a pretty good night from him. All right, batting third and playing DH, JD Martinez, Oh, for free. He does score a run, though, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out one or strikes out zero times. All right, and then batting fourth and playing center or a shortstop is Xander Bogarts, one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right, and then batting uh for or batting fifth and playing left field is Alex Verdugo, one for four, two runs or uh, zero runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Batting sixth and playing uh first or second base is Trevor Story, one for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh batting seventh and playing catcher is Christian Vasquez, two for four, so pretty good night for him. One run. Zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Batting eighth and playing first base is uh, Bobby Dahlbeck. One for free, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out twice. All right. And then making his Major League debut and batting ninth and playing third base is Jeter Downs, So, but unfortunately he goes 0 for 4. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out three of those four bats. Yeah, I was kind of hoping he was getting a hit tonight just for the fact that I want to see his first. Because he's probably not going to be back for a while, too, because he's supposed to sub for uh, basically Christian Arroyo. And looking like Christian Arroyo might be reactivated from the COVID list starting um, this weekend. So, yeah, Jeter Reynolds might be getting sent back down to Worcester. But it was a little bit cool, yeah. But we'll talk a little bit, too. But first, let's talk about the scoring, too. All right, so basically a couple doubles from uh, basically Vasquez and uh, Durant. And, oh, yeah, Ref Snyder, too. Oh, well, should we really call that a double? Because it looks like that double turned out to be a homer. His first home run of the year in the third inning off of Tarek scruble or Skruble with one on and one out. So maybe that should be a home run, sir. Yeah. So we should only have two doubles in this game. Whatever. All right. Then a couple of RBIs from uh, Jaron Duran, two from uh, Ref Snyder, and then two from Verdugo. All right. And then, steal, and then base stealing, stolen base by Trevor Story, his ninth of the year. Um, Second – yeah, we won't go too much into that. All right. Red Sox pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching six innings and getting the win. So he's now 6-1 and one for the year is Michael Walker. He, he gives up five hits, though, surrenders two runs, and all two of them are earned. He does walk two people. He punches out seven, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 2.34 ERA. All right. Jake Diekman, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Um, Does not – or walks one person, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.28 ERA. All right. Then here, Kassos, sound more get or comes in and pitches 0.2 or gives up two or uh, pitches two innings, no hits, no runs, no earned runs, does not walk a single person, strikes out zero, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 2.96 ERA. All right, pretty good, pretty good. All right, all right. Tigers box scores here we go. Leading off and playing right field is Victor Reyes. Or playing right field is Victor Reyes. He goes zero for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out one of those four bats. All right, batting second and playing center field is Riley Green. He goes one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, then uh, batting third and playing uh, shortstop is uh, Javier Baez. He goes two or uh, two for free, so he keeps on hitting, one run, two RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. And right, then, uh, batting uh, fourth and playing DH is a uh, or um, the go Miguel Cabrera. He goes one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out twice. All right, and then, uh, batting for, or uh, batting fifth and playing third base is Harold Castro. He goes zero for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out two or strikes out twice. All right, and then batting sixth and playing left field is Robbie Grossman, zero for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out twice. Batting seventh and playing first base is Spencer Torkelson. He goes zero for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting eighth and playing second base is uh, Jonathan Scope. He goes one for four or one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. Then uh, batting ninth and playing catcher is Tucker uh, Barnhart. He goes 0 for free, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Then, as I said, a double by Jonathan Scope. Then a home run by Javier Baez. His sixth of the year in the first inning off of Michael Waka with one on and one out. Then, as I said, two RBIs from uh, Javier Baez, and that's about it. Yeah, nothing else. All right. Detroit pitching, here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching 4.2 innings and getting the loss, so he's now 5-5 five five for the year, is Tariq Screwball? Sk- he gives up six hits, surrenders six runs, and all six of them were earned. Walks three people, strikes out five, gives up one home run, and leaves the game with a 3.63 ERA. Joe Jimenez comes in and pitches 1.1 innings, gives up a hit, does not surrender a run, though. And definitely no earned runs. Uh walks nobody, strikes out two, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.71 ERA. All right. Then and then substituting for him and pitching one inning is uh Willie uh Peralta. He uh gives up a hit, does not surrender, run, and definitely no earned runs. Walks nobody, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 1.91 ERM. Right. Jason Foley, he comes in and pitches one inning. One hit, but no runs, and definitely no earned runs. Walks nobody, strikes out three, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 3.04. All right, all right. so here we go. So to begin with, as I said, the Tigers get on the board first again in the top of the first inning as Javier Baez. He hits a fly ball into the green monster to score himself and Riley Green, 2-0 Detroit leads. Yuck. All right. Then the third inning, top bottom of the third inning, Red Sox tied up as Jared Durant. He doubles in the left field to score Christian Vasquez and Bobby Dalback. Tied 2-2. Then a home run. Well, actually, it was a double to begin with, but looking at the replay, it looked like it was gone. It hit the ledge, so which means home run, home run. So a two-run home run by Rob Refsnyder, his first home run as a Red Sox and first one of the year. That scores himself and Jaron Durant to make it a 4-2 to Red Sox lead. Then 6-2 to Red Sox in the bottom of the fifth inning as Alex Verdugo, he singles into left field to score Rob Snyder and J.D. Martinez, 6-2 to Red Sox lead. That's where your final score would stand. Nothing else happens after that. So Jeter Downs made his Major League debut today. So I was kind of hoping he would get a hit because I had him on beat the streak. And we'll talk about that in a little bit too. He didn't, he punches out three times in his four bats. So yeah, not great. And this could be the only time we do get to see him too, because yeah, it's kind of looking like this weekend he is going to uh, be sent down to Worcester for the fact that Christian uh, Arroyo is going to be coming back too from the COVID IL and we can't have that many people on the roster. So somebody has to go down. So the odd man out is basically uh, Jeter Downs. But it was kind of cool to see someone like him make his major league debut. We don't know what the future is going to be for um, Jeter Downs, just for the fact that we don't know what's going on with with our uh, – we're thinking about Marcelo Meyer and stuff like that, um, Bogarts and stuff like that near the future. But it was kind of cool to see, he, yeah, someone – and someone like Jeter, a name like Jeter. Yeah, seriously. I know Derek Jeter, but he played most of his entire career with the Yankees and stuff like that. Yeah, boo. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why he got his name. His dad was a huge Red Sox fan, but his mom loved Derek Jeter. So that's why he gave his uh son, or gave his uh or gave their son the name Jeter. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, so yeah so he grew up let's see i think he grew up in one like near nicaragua and stuff like that and then but moved to the united states when he was little and moved to miami and that's where he's like grew up his entire life in uh miami but i could be wrong he is from columbia oh he's from columbia yeah hmm 1998 so around the same age as my brother mike yeah but he went to high school in Miami, as I said. Yeah, Miami Gardens, uh, Pace, um, High School, or yeah, Pace. That's what it just says there. Drafted by the Reds. Yeah, but then, yeah, he got drafted by the Reds. He got traded over to the Dodgers as a farm system player. And if you already know a little bit of history, he was part of the Mookie Betts deal as he was one of the pieces we got back from the Dodgers, as in Verdugo, Connor Wong, and him, too, as in Jeter Downs. So that's so... His parents didn't show up, but um, his brother, his girlfriend, and uh, well, his brother and Jeter Downs' girlfriend, and a few of their friends showed up too, and they were there, and like it was kind of cool to see them. Yeah, they're pretty neat. So um, a former Red Sox son, we didn't say this too, but didn't get to see him this uh, week. Uh, Cody Clemens, son of former Red Sox ace and hopefully maybe someday maybe in the hall of fame but we don't know yeah the veterans hopefully the veterans committee votes him in but still at this point he's not getting in by the players uh yeah he's already done with the players yeah but Roger Clemens yeah so his son was on the tires but he didn't get the play Cody Clemens didn't get the play today or uh, this week and stuff like that so yeah but they had uh, Roger Clemens on the booth it was pretty neat to kind of hear him talk too yeah So it was pretty neat to kind of hear his – or hear a little bit of some of the stories, like the 20 strikeout games he had in 1986 and then 10 years later as he topped that in 1996 against the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. And that – happened. I think that happened like a day after my third or basically third or fourth birthday. Yeah. Except I was – yeah, I was too young to remember that. But, yeah, that happened like literally a day after my birthday on – I think September the 18th. Yeah, 1996. That was, yeah. So it was kind of cool to hear some of those stories, too, and stuff like that from uh, old uh, Clemens, from the old Rocket. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> so pretty neat, yeah. So, very good. They got the sweep, and it was kind of cool to see them wear the yellow uh, jerseys again, the old City Connect jerseys that they wear. Yeah. They would. U- I feel like they would usually break them out on Patriots Day, but I feel like, yeah, I mean – Keep on wearing them if you're going to keep on winning. But I'm not sure they're going to wear them on the road, too. I think those are more of home jerseys, too. So, yeah. But so far, I mean, keep wearing them. if It's going to keep on winning, too. I mean, we need to kind of start winning, too, at this point. Because I feel like it's going to get a lot harder, especially heading in the next month and heading into this next couple of series. Because you got the – I'm sorry. You got the Guardians, and you got the Detroit – or you got the – Um, Toronto Blue Jays and the Cubs, the Cubs are bad. I mean, you never know in that situation kind of deal. And and I kind of really want to win all three of those games against the Cubs going to Wrigley on the 4th of July weekend because I got to hear it if uh, they lose too because I live in a state where pretty much everybody is a Cubs fan or a Cardinals fan or a White Sox fan. So I got to hear from them kind of deal. Yeah. Hey, buddy, I heard your stupid Red Sox didn't win against our Cubs. Go, Cubs, go! Shut up. Some of you can't even name half the players on your team. Well, yes, we can. There's Anthony Rizzo in first place. He's now with the Yankees now. What about Javi Bicey with the Tigers? Shut up, young You know I'm right. For someone who spends his entire waking hour following baseball and stuff like that, and I'm getting talked about by some... Dummy who doesn't even, even name half the players on the Cubs, here's the thing. I will talk about this on the on the Cubs episode too. There was a woman um, <clears throat> that used to, um, ta- or uh, there was a woman, or a uh, kind of one of the secretaries at the school I used to work at when I was subbing. So it was the end of the school for I'm uh, 2016 2017. So we had this like kind of like the like basically like the school kind of get together party and uh I got the I was able to come in and basically work the first shift. So we were talking and then uh the guy that um I won't mention his name, the one the head or the day custodian says, Oh, he's the uh Tom's a huge Red Sox fan, and the secretary says, Oh, I feel sorry for you. You feel sorry for me. Madam, madam, please, madam, you should not feel sorry for me. My, I got to see my team, well, at the time it was three Red Sox, 2018 hadn't happened yet, but I have got to see my team win three World Series championships, 4 7 and 2013, and you are just lucky to see the Cubs even win one in 2016. Seriously, seriously, I mean, seriously, the Cubs could have easily have lost that World Series kind of deal, especially in this Game 7 where they were actually down by like one run late in the game. I think it was like – Jose Ramirez hit a home run late in the game. Yeah, thanks. you should be thankful that that rain delay happened because that was kind of a rallying point for the Cubs and stuff like that to come back and win that game and win an extra innings. So Cubs fans, seriously, I mean, some of them are just – I do kind of like the Cubs a little bit too as my favorite National Team League team, but there are some Cubs fans that are just the dumbest people on earth. Jesus Christ. They can't even name half the players on their team – Feel like they got chop, they got chirp at me, even though they have nothing to chirp at me about. Seriously, but that's why I kind of feel like we need to win all three of those games the Fourth July weekend, and I will not ever accept defeat. I we might even have yeah. If we lose any of those games, I swear to God, this is not going to be a really great episode, the Cubs recap show. If we lose any of those games, so we better sweep all three of those games at Wrigley Field. Because I am not going to take it from any of those motherfuckers. All right. Sorry, I shouldn't say that about my friends and fans. But I don't know. All right. Let's roll. Let's wrap it up. All right. Let's go over what's up on the farm. All right. Let's see how we did the last couple of days. So there were no games Monday, obviously. The minor leagues were off on – I think – well, at least our farm teams were off. Off, but Tuesday they played some games. All right, the Wo- or the Worcester Red Sox took on the Charlotte uh, Knights and won five nothing thanks to two or a couple of home runs by uh, Jalen Davis and Christian Stewart. All right, and Brian Bello pitched a gem in this game. Let's look, let's look at his. I mean, I really don't want to look at his line score, but let's look at his line score because he hit pitched a pretty good date or pretty good game in this one. Yeah, he's the future pitching rotation guy. He's a he's our future. All right. well, actually, came in relief because uh, Josh uh, Taylor was making a rehab start, a little bit or a rehab appearance. So, uh, oh wow, yeah. All right. All right so uh, Bello pitched seven innings. He only gave up five hits, but didn't surrender a run. Definitely no earned runs. He only walked one per- person. Struck out seven, and gave up zero home runs. So pretty good. Awesome. And he gets the win, and it has a 3.13 RA. So, the Woo Sox are now 33 and 34 at this point. So, pretty good. Awesome. All right. The Woo Sox are the Worcester Red Sox. Worcester. All right. Worcester. Yeah, Worcester. All right. Let's see. We got to go back to this because I clicked on that. All right. All right. And it took us back to Wednesday. Ugh. Why did you do that? All right. All right. So the Portland Sea Dogs they took on the Richmond uh, Flying Squirrels and won this one five to two. They are now twenty eight and thirty six at this point. And um, Simmons get or Simpson gets the win. So he's now one and zero for the year with a two point twenty five VRA. And the save goes to a Mus Musquita Mus or Musquita Musqueta or Musquita his second of the year. I can't pronounce that. All right. I should know this, but I don't. All right. All right, and then uh, Greenville Drive they took on the Bowling Green or Bowling Green Hot uh, Rods, and unfortunately lost this game four nothing. They're now twenty six and thirty eight at this point. And uh, Rodell gets the loss. So he's now two and five with a six point eighty four area, so not good at all. All right, and then the Salem Red Sox took on the Fredericksburg Nationals and won in extra innings, eight of set or or well, actually, oh, never mind. They lost eight to seven to the Nationals 8-7. So not great. Despite a couple of home runs by Nico Cavadas and uh Nathan uh Nicky, <coughs> Nathan Hickey or Nathan Hickey. So yeah, so Stock gets the loss. So he's now at 2 and 2 for the year with a 2.25 ERA. Right. So the Salem Red Sox are now 33 and 31 at this point. Yep, not great. Well, okay. Well, two games above 500, but still Okay. Let's see. And then Wednesday, Spock scores. All right. Here we go. So the Woo Socks took on the Charlotte Knights again and won for nothing, thanks to a home run by Connor Wong. So pretty good. Awesome. Panetti gets the win for the Woo So he's now 5 and 3 with a four points, 50 or 54 or 57 ERA. The Woo Socks are now 34 and 34 at this point. So pretty good. Back to 500. All right. And then uh, Salem, or, uh, Portland Sea Dogs did not play today because of a rainout uh, postponement. They will make that game up tomorrow on a doubleheader against the Richmond uh, Flying Squirrels. All right. And then uh, Greenville Drive took on the Bowling Green uh, Hot Rods again and got shellacked 13 to 2, despite a couple of home runs by uh, Alex Benellis and Nick York. Um, Mata gets the win. Brian Mata, one of our pitching prospects in the future, basically gets the loss. So he's now 0 1 with a 4.00 ERA. So he's making a rehab start. The Greenville driver now 26 and 39 at this point. Yuck. All right. Salem Red Sox take on the Fredericksburg Nationals, and this time they won five to four. So pretty good. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks to a couple of Tyler, or uh, home runs by Tyler Miller and Nico Cavadas again, his 13th of the year. So pretty good, the uh, yeah. So pretty good. So um, Campbell gets the win, so he's now three and one with a two point eighty six ERA, and Guerrero gets to save his second of the year. The Salem Red Sox are now thirty four and thirty one at this point. So pretty good, awesome, yeah. All right, and then tomorrow, let's see. Let's go over the score. All right. So tomorrow, the Woo Sox take on the Charlotte Knights again. Um. So let's see. So. So Charlotte Knights. Um, let's see. So that game will be at us six forty-five Eastern time, uh, five for, or five forty-five Central time for me. Cutter Crawford got sent down, so he's going to make the start in this one. So yeah, so he's now along with us. So yeah, we already know that he's not going to be down. All right, okay. All right. And then Portland, as I said, took or is going to have a doubleheader against the Richmond Squirrels. That game, first game. Hold on. What time first what time we got all right all right so that game first game will be at a uh, 4 35 uh eastern time 335 central time for me um and then uh Victor uh, Santos gets to win or gets to start so all right and then game two uh depends depends and no starter has been announced yet all games as a you already know are seven innings they haven't got rid of the seven eight doubleheaders in the minor leagues. Just to let you know. And then Bowling or uh, Greenville Drive take on Bowling Green again. Um, game time will be at a uh, seven oh five uh, Eastern time, six oh five Central time for me. No starter has been announced yet for the drive. All right, okay. And then uh, Salem will take on Fredericksburg again. Game time will be at six oh five uh, or seven oh or seven oh five Eastern time, six oh five Central time for me. Uh, Dobbins gets to or gets to start for the Old Salem Red Sox. All right. okay, that is it for what's up on the far. Well, actually, hold on. Um, we did see from Sox prospects that they did do their uh, um, basically player, player and pitcher of the week. So let's go over. Yeah, let's see who uh, got it. All right, so Nico Cav- or uh, basically Nico Cavadas was your player of the week for the set or for the red or for the. Was, uh, hold on. Was your player of the week for, uh, so- Oof, I can't talk. All right. Sox prospects. All right. So he was your player of the week. He, uh, went nine for set or nine for 17, scored 10 runs, had four home runs, 11 RBIs, and nine walks for the Salem Red Sox. All right. All right. And then your pitcher of the week was, uh, Connor Seabold for the old Worcester Red Sox. Um, he was a uh, pitch 11 innings, gave up only nine hits. He did surrender a run, uh, walked only one person and struck out 10. All right, so pretty good, awesome. All right, and that's is courtesy of stocksprospects.com. Yeah, just probably go check them out. Yeah, it's pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they really do a good job of uh broadcasting, uh. Or, basically, uh, kind of like bringing out stats and stuff like that for our farm system. So, it's pretty neat. Yeah, go check them out. It's really, that's my go to source for basically uh, what's going on on the farm or what's up on the farm kind of deal. All right. So we'll go to break and then talk about briefly of the College World Series, go over standings and Red Sox stat leaders, uh, fantasy baseball update, and then wrap it up with a serious look ahead to uh, the Cleveland Guardians. All right, so don't go anywhere, folks. All right, we are back to talk about the College Baseball World Series. So, last time we talked was Sunday. So let's see, Sunday. Yeah, let's go to yeah. Hold on, here we are. All right, Sunday. So basically, uh, as I said, Notre Dame basically lost their game to Oklahoma. 6-2, Six to two, so they were in the losers bracket. All right, then Monday it was basically um, second half of the bracket. Um, Auburn versus uh, Stanford, and Auburn eliminated Stanford six to two, and in their season. And then Ole Miss took on uh, um, Arkansas and won that game, or uh, Ole Miss won that game, first in the spot, blowout fashion, and bumped down Arkansas into the losers bracket. All right. Okay, and then to, or on Tuesday, Texas A&M took on Notre Dame, and Texas A&M ended Notre Dame's season. Yeah, I was kind of hoping Notre Dame would go far, um, but unfortunately, they lost or uh, beat or a uh, Texas A&M ended their season five to one. So they're moving on to the semifinals, and then uh, Arkansas took on Auburn, and Arkansas ended their season. Uh, ended Auburn season eleven to one in blowout fashion. So yeah, so they're moving on to semifinals. Arkansas. Then semifinals day. All right. So Oklahoma takes care of Texas A and M in the semifinals and moves on to the finals. Five to one. So pretty good. The Sooners. Yeah, they're make, Yeah, they're trying to win their first title in like basically twenty something year or thirty something years. Almost thirty. Yeah, twenty something years at least. And then Arkansas basically faced or stayed off elimination and forced a Game 2 winner-take-all game tomorrow beating Ole Miss 3-2. to two. So, all right. So, pretty good. Awesome. All right, that's kind of, I'm kind of also pulling for Arkansas at this point. All right. And then, basically, as I say, Game 2 of that uh, semifinal will be winner-take-all be tomorrow at 4 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. All right. Arkansas versus Ole Miss. All right. So who's going to win the national championship? That's that's all we all want to know. Yeah. Will will be Oklahoma. We'll be Ole Miss. We'll be Arkansas. We don't know. Ben old 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 modern. Yeah. We don't know. We'll find out pretty soon. All right. This weekend, I hope. Yeah. All right. So that is it for college baseball segment, and that was a brief one. Because, yeah, it's almost getting close to the end of the season. Because pretty much all the other divisions have wrapped up their seasons. And we just got to wrap it up with Division 1. That's about it. All right. Okay, so let's go over MLB standings as of now. All right. All right, so here we go. So, um, lead, or, uh, so in the American League, um, in the East right now, the Yankees are still leading the division right now. 50 or with a 51 and 18 record first team to 50. Um, Then in first or in second place is Toronto Blue Jays with a 39 and 30 record. Behind them is your lovely Boston Red Sox with a 39 and 31 record. So pretty much tied right now at this point. Yeah, 12 or basically a half game or something like that. Um, Behind them are the Tampa Bay Rays with a 37 and 33 or 32 record. And in dead last place and 20-and-a-half games back of the division lead is the Baltimore Orioles with a 31-and-39 record. All right. In the central, leading the pack right now is the Red Sox' next opponent, the Cleveland Guardians, with a 36-and-28 record. Oh, yeah. All right. Then behind them are the Minnesota Twins with a 38-and-32 record. Um, behind them are the Chicago White Sox with a 33-and-34 record. Behind them are the Detroit Tigers with a 26 and 43 record, and in dead last place, and possibly—oh, well, actually, you know—and um, in dead last place, and possibly or up uh, in dead last place and uh, 12 and a half games back is the Kansas City Royals with a 25 and 42 record. Right. In the West Division, leading the pack right now is the Houston Astros with a 43 and 25 record. Behind them are the Texas Rangers with a 34 or 33 and 35 record behind them are the LA Angels with a 33 and 38 record behind them are the Seattle Mariners with a 30 and 39 record and in dead last place and possibly the worst team in worst well actually worst team in baseball right now is the Oakland A's with a 23 and 46 record 20 and a half games back of the division lead the bet bars. Well, Tom, why do the A suck so much? Well, your ownership doesn't care. <laughs> all right, in the National League, leading the pack in the East is the New York Mets with a 45 and 26 record. But hold on, all right behind them, four and a half games back, is the Atlanta Braves the defending World Series champions uh, with a 40 and 30 record. Behind them are the Philadelphia Phillies with a 36 and 34 record. Behind them are the Miami Marlins with a 31 and 36 record and in dead last place and 20 and a half games back of the division lead is the Washington Nationals with a 25 and 47 record. All right. In the Central Division leading the pack right now is the St. Louis Cardinals with a 40 and 31 record. Behind them are the Milwaukee Brewers with a 39 and 20 or 32 record. Behind them are the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 28 and 40 record. Behind them are the Chicago Cubs with a 26 and a 43 record, and in dead last place and possibly the worst team in the National League right now is the Cincinnati Reds with a 30 or 23 and 45 record, 15 and a half games back, the division lead. All right, leading the team in the East, or leading the team in the West is the LA Dodgers with a 42 and 25 record. Behind them are the San Diego Padres, well technically with a tie at this point, but it's the San Diego Padres with a tw- 42 and 27 record behind them are the San Francisco Giants with a 38 and 30 record behind them are the Arizona Diamondbacks with a 32 and a 39 record and in dead last place and 13 games back of the division lead is the Colorado Rockies with a thirty and 39 record. All right. So that is it. All right. So maybe we could go over like we could. Look over basically all star uh, voting and stuff like that. Let's see if we can try to do that. I want to see who's leading who. All right. Yeah, about the. Uh, come on. I don't sh- no, it just shows my previous ballot. I don't want to. Sh- yeah. No. I don't. No. Uh oh, here we go. All right. So in the American League in the fir- so here we are. So a little surprise of uh, bonus segment. All right. Uh, all-star balloting. Here we go. So leading the or leading the t- or leading the AL in first base category is Vlad Guerrero Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Then leading the team or leading the National League in first base is uh, Paul Goldsmith, Paul Goldschmidt. Of your uh Saint Lu- or the St. Louis Cardinals. Why did I almost say your St. Louis Cardinals? I don't know. All right. Then leading the team or leading the AL in a uh, second base is uh Jose Altuve. All right, and then leading the team or leading the league or leading the national league in second base is uh Chaz Jessop Jr. the Miami Marlins. I like me some jazz, yes, I do. All right, leading the team or leading the uh all right. Leading the American League in fur base category is uh, Rafael Devers. So pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. a away of your Boston Red Sox. All right. National League leader is uh, Manny Machado of the San Diego Padres. He's having a pretty good year. I will have to give him that. Even though he did pretty much end Pedro's career, you do have to give credit. He is kind of having a pretty good year so far. And Yeah. All right. Shortstop category. Leading the... Leading the team or leading the American League in shortstops is Bo Bichette of the Toronto Blue Jays. Not great. Uh, I kind of want to have Bogarts in that category. Hopefully I can make that happen. All right. And then uh, shortstop category, it's basically uh, uh, tr- or, uh, Trey Turner of the L.A. Dodgers, for the National League. And then catchers right now it's uh, Alejandro Kirk of the Toronto Blue Jays. Man, we're gonna have a Blue Jays All Star game. I don't know why. All right, and then um, for f- the National League for catchers it's basically Wilson Contreras of the Chicago Cubs. Then outfield category. Let's see. All right, no, no. All right, so all right. So basically your first. So basically uh, your first base ca- or your. Uh, um, outfielders, your free top free outfielders are Aaron judge at first or at first. Um, second, it's Mike Trout of, uh, the LA angels. And yeah, as I said, Aaron judge of the New York Yankees. And then, uh, third is, a uh, um, George Springer of the Toronto blue Jays, man, it's going to be a blue Jays all-star game. Good Lord. All right. Okay. judge all right and then let's see we gotta go all the way down all right all right so your top three outfielders for the national league is a uh, vote getters are basically mookie Betts at first of the la dodgers ronald acuna jr of the atlanta braves at second and then in third it's basically jock peterson of the san francisco giants yeah. huh, funny and he got that. Yeah, she's been getting votes. I am about to say he must be getting a little bit of love after uh, Tommy fan basically bitch slapped him. <laughs> Did you hear about that? So apparently it had something to do with fantasy football and stuff like that. A lot of stuff with uh, basically Mike Trout being commissioner and stuff like that. And basically, um, yeah, so it was not really that great. Yeah, I mean, look into it. It was, it was pretty funny, but still kind of a little weird. It was kind of like a Will Smith kind of scenario. I mean, seriously, what is up with people slapping each other now? Yes. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. All right. Um, designated hitters. Sadly, it's uh, your Don Alvarez of the Houston Astros, but I am going to cast my vote for um, J.D. Martinez of the Boston Red Sox. And then um, your first place skitter in the National League is Bryce Harper of the Philadelphia Phillies. All right. That is your all star voting because we already did get an update just recently, um, this week of uh, all star balloting. So yeah, so I kind of want to say something a little bit too. Yeah, all right, okay. I want to say a little bit of something. So go vote for basically guys like Rafael Devers, Andrew Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Alex Verdugo, and yeah, Trevor Story. So go vote, people. Yeah, go vote. Yeah, no, but no free ads by the way. Yeah, no free ads. Yeah. Yeah. All right, stat leaders, here we go. We delayed that a little bit too much. All right, Red Sox stat leaders, here we go. So leading the team in batting average is Xander Bogarts with a 335 batting average. Leading the team in home runs is uh, Rafael Devers with 16. Leading the team in RBIs, it's uh, Trevor Story with 48. Leading the team in uh, stolen bases, it's uh, Trevor Story with 9. Leading the team in a uh, run scored, it's uh, Devers with 53. Lean the team in on base percentage. It's a uh, Bogarts with three hundred ninety nine. Lean the team in slugging percentage. It's Devers with five hundred ninety nine. Lean the team in uh, on base percent or uh, on ops. It's basically uh, Devers with Um 982, uh, ninety two. Yeah, all right. Hits. It's a uh, Devers with uh, ninety doubles. It's Devers with the uh, twenty four triples. It's Durant with two walk. It's uh, Story with twenty six strikeouts it's a uh, trevor story with 85 um caught stealing it's a uh, jackie bradley jr with two games played it's a two-way tie between uh standard bogarts and Raphael devers who looks like kevin Pawlucki for some reason with 68 up uh, games played figure it out mlb fix your app all right and then uh at bats it's devers with 274 all right pitching All right, so ERA leader, it's a Pavetta with 300 or Uh, 3.31. Wins, it's Pavetta with seven. Strikeouts, it's Pavetta with 82. Uh, Saves, it's a Hulk with five. Whip, it's Pavetta with 1.09. Stone or a batting average against, it's Pavetta with 202. Innings pitch, it's a Pavetta with 81.2. Complete games is a three way tie between uh, Evaldi. Pavetta, who looks like Ivaldi, and Waka with one. All right. I didn't know Pavetta looks like Evaldi. I don't know. All right. Games played, it's a uh, Diekman with 29. Game started, it's a uh, Pavetta with 14. Um, Loss, it's Pavetta with five. Save opportunities, it's Robles with six. Um, Earn runs given up, it's Pavetta with uh, 30. Runs given up, it's Hill with 33. Um, hits given up, it's Evaldi with 67 or 65 home runs given up. It's Evaldi with 16 and then walks surrendered. It's Pavetta with 29. All right. Fielding. Here we go. So games played, it's a uh, Devers with a 67 game started. It's Devers with 66. Um, Endings played. It's a uh, Devers with a 583.1. Uh, total chances. It's a uh, Vasquez with 432. Putouts, it's Vasquez with 408. Assists, it's uh, Bogarts with 170. Errors, it's Devers with 9. Uh, double plays, it's Story with uh, 36. Uh, stolen bases against, it's uh, Vasquez with 22. Caught stealing against, it's Vasquez with 9. Stolen base percentage against, it's uh, Vasquez with 710. Pass balls, Vasquez with 3. Wild pisses, Vasquez, Vasquez with 15. And then. Fielding percentage, it's a three-way tie between uh Jackie Bradley Jr., Kiki Hernandez, and Nick Pavetta with a thousand fielding percentage. And then total r- or range factor, it's a uh, Vasquez with eight point fifty-eight. All right. So yeah. Maybe we can go over fancy real quick and then wrap it up, or then uh uh go to break. All right. So MLB play, so here we are. So beat the streak. So s- Monday I had uh Um, Francisco Lindor of the New York Mets, and then Kevin Puecki of the York Boston Red Sox. Uh, Vasquez, or, um, um, sorry, uh, Lindor went one for five, and then, uh, Puecki didn't get in a bat whatsoever, so he was a hard pass. So my hit streak at this point is one. All right. And then Tuesday, I had Jaron Durant of the Boston Red Sox, and then Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland Guardians. Um, Durant went uh, one for four, and then Ramirez went one for five. So pretty good. So a three-game hit streak at this point. Then today I had Yerdon Alvarez of the Houston Astros, and then Jeter Downs of the Boston Red Sox. Um, Alvarez went uh, two for four, and then, as you already know, Jeter Downs went 0 for four. So not great. So my hit streak has come to an end at three. All right. Then tomorrow I had Brendan Rodgers of the Colorado Rockies, and then Bryce Harper of the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay, so quick pick, or so quick pick. Hold on, let me do something real quick. All right, uh, all right. So today, two, four, seven. All right. So all right. So um, let's see, so pretty much, uh, Monday I went two for seven, and then um today or yesterday I went two for seven, then. Um, today, I'm still kind of waiting on results. We probably won't find out until four in the morning again. Yeah. Why does it take that long to basically come up with a result? Mm. I don't know. All right. Okay. So for Diamond Derby, let's see how I'm doing today. All right. so basically two and that all right so let's see so <laughs> so monday i went or scored two runs on seven hit or seven bases then yesterday i scored one run on four bases and then today i scored two runs on nine bases so pretty good awesome yeah and then tomorrow i don't know yet but we'll find out all right so that's it for MLB play. All right. So let's go over fantasy real quick. So ESPN fantasy. All right. So ESPN fantasy right now. All right. So the Oakland bad bar. So they are now seven, three at this point. They did lose their game uh, last weekend All right, or last week. So they lost their game to team Austin Bowen 323 to two or 306. So they basically lost that in a comeback win. But currently, right now, they are beating uh, Team Rhodes 156-66, uh, to 66. so pretty good. Awesome. All right. Pay Rafi Devers, they are now 7-3 also, but on a basically got back in the win column, so pretty good. Awesome. So they won their game last week, won 329-275 to Los Angeles Dodgers, not the actual L.A. Dodgers. But right now, they're losing the Team Reyes 103 or 103 three two or 130 to 83. Not great. So they might go back into the losing column, loss column. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So Arthur reads the GOAT. So currently, right now, so currently right now, they're 7-3 at this point. And they won their game last weekend or last week. Um, they won against uh, Popsicle or Popsicle Hustler number four. 394 to 366, so pretty good, awesome. And right now they are currently beating Team Matt, 154 to 137, so pretty good. They might increase the two-game win streak. All right, pretty good, awesome. The Wern of the Green, so currently they are on a two-game losing streak and are now 7-3 at this point, so not great. Um, they did lose their game last week. Let's see, so they lost a Sam or. SF, or SF uh, Giants, or San Francisco Giants, not the actual San Francisco Giants, 310-276. Uh, and currently, right now, they're losing the Team Mackey, 179-104. Um, so they might be on a three-game losing streak if they don't pick it up. All right. All right. The Yankees lose. So they are 5-5 five and five at this point and on a uh, two-game losing streak. So let's see, how did they, yeah, so yeah, so they did lose their game last week. Two, that's the way we, that's the way you do it. 354 to, or 358 to 351. Yeah, and currently right now, well actually currently right now, they are winning their game against Team HC, or Team HC Smoke Wolf, 128 to 117. So pretty good, awesome, awesome. So They might get back in the win column break that two game losing streak all right dancing on my own so currently right now they are four and six right now or four and six right now and uh have uh, come off a huge win so pretty good against uh or, or kind of a blowout win against uh at, or uh, st. Louis Allen 384 or 348 to 217 but currently right now they are losing the brew crew uh 187 to Ninety six. What did you think about those uh Milwaukee City Connect jerseys? I mean, seriously, some of these City Connect jerseys now for this year are kind of starting to get a little bit out of hand. Yeah, so yeah, the Brew Crew ones from Milwaukee Brewers. I wonder if we'll get to see those when we go to. Are we going to Milwaukee? Or are we uh? Let's see, are we going to Milwaukee? All right. We should be talking about fancy, but still, yeah. How much time do we got all right we got a little bit of time all right um crap where's the schedule all right here we are schedule i think we're going to milwaukee actually no 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 they're coming to finway all right they're coming to finway like last week or last couple days in july or that wet last weekend july all right all right okay I thought we were at the go we had to go to like um, Milwaukee. All right, I was about to say we're gonna see those City Connect jerseys that they have. Alright. Anyway, all right, so Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo! Alright. Alright, Yahoo Fantasy. Alright, so the free O take. So currently right now they are uh hold on, I gotta go. Alright, so they are uh, seven, two and one. At this point, so seven wins, two losses, and one draw. So last week they did lose to Bean Town Slashers six to two, and currently this week they are losing to Wilson's On Deck four to three. So not great. So they might be seven three and one. Ugh. I thought my team would improve after making that trade, but whatever. All right, the Gone Gombr- Bridge team—they are uh, six three and uh, one. So, six wins, three losses, and one draw. And last week, they did win their game against, uh, we won't say this team's name because it's kind of inappropriate. All right. Never mind. So, um, they won that game six to three to, against that team. We won't say this name. And right now, they're losing the Wahala or losing the Wahala seven to one. Yuck. All right. All right. Section 10. So, currently, right now, they are four, five, and one. So, four wins, five losses, and one draw. And right now they are. And last week they did lose their game to Andre's astonishing team, six to four. And this week, week eleven, they are beating a uh, Tafs hur- hurlers, uh, four to si- or uh, four to five. Yeah, they got T or Texas A&M's logo, huh? All right. Since they're probably already out of the College World Series now, so yeah, their season's already done and ended today. All right, starting nine. So currently, uh, They are now three six and one. So I think they did win their game lat or last week. So six three wins, six losses and one draw. Yes, they did. They won against Bozo or Bozo time six to four. And this week they are currently losing the Bob's Boss team five to four. Yeah. All right. All right. The Roar Rooters they are currently five and five at this point. And let's see. I think I did get. Oh wait. Oh no 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 no. That's a Trying to add someone to my rosters. All right. So, and this team. All right. All right. So, um, so the Royal Rooters last week won against uh Townsville 9, 7 to 3. So awesome, pretty good, awesome. Yeah. And then um currently this week, right now, they're losing the Taft hurdlers five to four. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a same team. Huh, that's funny. Huh. All right. And call him Poppy. So currently, right now, they are uh, six and four at this point. So let's see how. Uh, let, let's see what they did last week. They lost against Cobra six to one, and right now they are tied up with Rook's real headlight, her headlights, five to five. Ugh. All right. So that's it for Fancy Baseball update. All right. So we will go to break and uh, wrap it up with a series look ahead. And final thoughts. All right, we are back to wrap it up the show. Let's talk about what our series look ahead is going to look like to the Cleveland Guardians. All right, so we're off on Thursday or tomorrow. So happy off day or travel day for the team. All right, so on Friday that game will be at a six ten central time for me, but seven ten eastern time for everybody else, at least the most of our Red Sox fans who are listening to this. All right. Nick Pavetta will take on Cal Quantrell, who is Paul, son of former Red Sox hurdler Paul Quantrell. or Paul Contrell. All right. All right, Nick Pavetta is 7-5 at this point with a 3.31 ERA. All right. So let's see. So last time he pitched was on fr- or was on Sunday against St. Louis Cardinals. He pitched seven innings, gave a point four hits, surrendered a run. Walked only four people, punched out ten, and got the win. All right, so pretty good. Awesome, Nikki smooches. All right, Cal Contrell is basically four and four with a three point seventy seven ERA. All right, and last time he pitched was come on, load, load, load. All right, last time he pitched was on a uh, Saturday against the LA Dodgers. Pitched five innings, gave up ten hits, surrendered four or five runs, walked one person, struck out four, and got the loss. So yeah, Ooh. yeah, maybe so. Maybe we might get on him on Friday night. I don't know. All right. Then on uh, then Saturday it will be a five ten start or five ten central start or central time start, six ten Eastern time start. It will be Joshua Kelsey against the A's. Shane Bieber. All right, so Winkowski is two and one with a three point sixty eight ERA, and last time he pitched was Monday against the Troy Tigers. Let's see. Come on, load, load. All right. So, so he's pretty much going back home. Yeah, Winkowski is. All right, or homecoming. So it might be a homecoming. So we might see a crowd for him. All right. So he pitched six point two innings, gave up seven hits, surrendered two runs. Walked one person, struck out two, and got the win. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. And then Shane Beaver, he is free and free with a 3.00 ERA. All right. Let's see how old Beaver, former Cy Young winner from 2020, and last time and last guy to win the pitching triple crown. All right. His nickname is not Justin. Okay. Oh, well, it's Justin like Justin Beaver. All right. Okay. So last time he pitched was Sunday against the LA Dodgers. He gave up – or pitched 6.1 innings, gave up seven hits, surrendered two runs, walked a person, struck out nine, but got a no decision in that game. All right. So, yeah. So, this guy should be pretty good. Oh, it's Shane Beaver. But, yeah, we'll find out on Saturday night. All right. Then, on Sunday afternoon, it will be a 1240 Central Time start, 140 Eastern Time start. It will be against Rich Hill versus uh, Adam Clive. Adam Clive, if I'm saying that right? All right, Rich Hill. He is two and four with a 4.42 ERA. Last time he pitched was ten or uh, on a uh, on Tuesday against the uh, Detroit Tigers. All right, let's see. Come on, load, load, load you stupid thing. All right, all right. So, all right. So it was Tuesday. So he pitched five innings, gave up seven hit or seven hits, three runs. Walked two people, struck out six, six, but got the win. So that's all that matters. So pretty good. Awesome. All right. And then Adam Clive, he is, or Aaron Clive, I should say that. Yeah, sorry. Aaron Clive. He is two and three with a 7.25 ERA. All right. Yeah. East Winster, a Connecticut native. All right. Northeastern, he went there. All right. So Boston uh, college kid. All right. So last time he pitched was... On a Tuesday against the Minnesota Twins. Uh pitched five innings, gave up two or gave up five heads, surrender two runs. Walter Person struck out seven, but got a no decision in that game. All right. Okay. So that is it for Sunday. And then yeah, moving on to the next bowl well, we won't talk about that until Sunday's podcast. All right. So that is about it for the show. Final thoughts. I really got nothing really much to talk about. <laughs> Sunday just yeah, really good ser- series for this homestand. Really took care of business, only lost two games. Yeah, took yeah, basically took care of the A's and Tigers, which you need to take care of and beat and won a series against a pretty good St. Louis Cardinals team. I will say that, yeah. A division leading St. Louis Cardinals team and a really likable St. Louis Cardinals team. Actually, I should say, yeah, I didn't really get into too much. Yeah, I really don't get into too much fight with the Cardinals fans because, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, we kind of understand, too. I mean, we kind of have that mutual respect of each other. <laughs> all right, somewhat, yeah, all right, but, yeah, but still. Yeah. So, but still, heading into this next three series or next two series, I should say, these are going to be tough. I mean, seriously, you got the Cleveland Guardians who are basically on a roll right now, still red hot at this point. They have the guy or they have uh the third baseman who's basically the exact same age as me uh Jose Ramirez yeah he was basically born on September the 17th 1992 as me that's wild I was looking up that and I thought wow that is interesting I now I kind of like Jose Ramirez now yeah <laughs> yeah he's got shares the same exact birthday as me yes that's kind of funny. But yeah, he's leaked. so he's basically gonna possibly be the MVP. Well, I mean, he's in the running for it right now with Devers and like basically Aaron Judge at this point. But yeah, but yeah, he's basically in the running for that too. So he's no slouch either. That's kind of a dangerous dude. You don't want up old Jose Ramirez. Yeah, they got they that team is really hot. And also, we're gonna see an old face from basically way back in the day, Terry Francona. He is managing the old Cleveland Guardians now. So yeah. So pretty, and he, yeah, I mean, he's really turned that whole team around so far this year. I mean, they're red hot too, so this team should not be a slouch. This should be a little bit of a tougher series than the last couple of series too. So maybe, I don't know, but St. Louis, they were tough too, but we were able to take care of them. So you might, you never know at this point. You might catch them in a really good time. But Toronto, I mean, seriously, that's going to be a tough series too because now knowing that they're still using the whole – uh if you're not vaccinated, you can't play in Canada rules. And we still have a couple of players that, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear the news today too? So Jared Durant is now not going to be available now for that series because he came out and said he was not vaccinated. Ugh. Yeah. because so there already know Tanner Hauk isn't. And we probably know Cutter Crawford's not either. Well, that takes Cutter Crawford. So we now need to get a new starter now. So, yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm just reporting the news, folks. I'm not really giving my opinion you know, on stuff like that. I'm just saying that. Yeah, just reporting the news. Yeah, But that's going to be tough, the Trump Blue Jays. And since this, so far, we haven't won the division series so far, so that should, yeah, kind of get us a little worried, too. So, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting in the next couple of series, the next couple of weeks. It will be interesting, especially the next month, too, in July. Yeah. But we're gonna st- we're gonna ride through it, and we're gonna keep rolling out podcasts for you, everybody. So yeah, so yeah, all right. So don't worry. All right, everything else, I think we're good. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five star if you can. Follow the show on t- or uh, follow the show on uh, Twitter at. Red underscore charter, and then follow the show on TikTok at socks or lowercase socks Illinois. Then follow the show on Instagram, ultra lowercase socks Illinois. Like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Pocket, or the Illinois Charter. Then follow the show on Spotify and Apple and Google. All right. So, with that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys Sunday. Banyana.